Hello guys, Sam Kilhall and Hallball here. Season 3, Episode 9. This is the... Cultural Theories and, and Understandings of a Misspelled Madman. Back to the app. Hello. I do not know what else to talk about, really. Uh, stinking phone. There we go. There we go. That's better. Uh, let's see. Spy Family or Spy X Family, Crunchyroll, dubbing right now has two to three episodes, oh my gosh, so wholesome, I've already caught up on like episode four on sub, it's still so wholesome, Skeletonite, those are my two favorites right now for this season completely. I said I want to watch some of the other stuff. I want to, but I haven't gotten around to them yet. The other one I've been watching lately is Halo. But uh, I'm sort of hate watching it. Mainly because I want to see the action and I want to see certain aspects of the show happen. And I'm slightly blocking out all the bullshit that's happening the sense of all the inconsistencies even in just their own fucking universe I understand the canon shit that's happening in the sense like it's technically not canon and it's its own quote universe and all this other shit but they have so many inconsistencies and too much teleportation in their own damn show that makes no fucking sense and they literally cherry-picked pick technology in the worst aspects completely. And I hate it. I just fucking hate the, the, the cherry-picked the, the technology timeline. If they would have kept the technology timeline correct where it's supposed to be, everything would have been great. Everything would have been tremendous. No, they didn't do that. Just fuck. Sarah Osmond. I would love to see Sarah Osmond. They really should have never bothered. The biggest complaint I have right now with the show is that they should have never used Master Chief. Period. And they wouldn't be having all these main. They wouldn't have about having all these fucking complaints if they would have never used Master Chief 
at all and if they would have and if they would have never used Cortana at all things would have been different and everybody would be praising this show a lot better but no these pieces of shit in these quote everybody wants to blame Hollywood it's not just Hollywood it's 343's fault it's 343's management position in the sense that they still not understanding what exactly Halo is in the sense of the broad community in general and the general consistence of the broad community of just strictly in the Halo community and the fandom and everything never ever use the fucking main character if you're trying to branch you fucking idiots it's like Number 101 when you're trying to branch out to other people. Never use the main character. If you have to use the main character, have him in cameo only. Cameo only allowed. Never use him in the main plot. Never. If you have to, use him in season two. Never in the main plot. These fucking idiots do not understand how to actually write bullshit write anything in actual fandom creation. Yes, I am an armchair writer in the sense that I know how to properly lay out the bullet point plan, but no, I'm not going to actually write the fucking story for you because I can't write dialogue. But I can write you pinpoint story points. I can give you bullet points of storyboards of where things are actually supposed to fucking happen. And if you want to keep it off timeline, keep the technology in timeline at least. That way you won't have, that way you won't be stepping on too many fucking toes. Also, every time you have to fucking teleport, never teleport. It's never the fucking answer. Oh, you fucking idiots. You don't understand how actually how to fucking write characters. Also, never have three plots in a first season show. Never. And if you do, set it up in the first episode, but then immediately scrub it and have it in the extreme background and only flashbacks in like the halfway point of a show. If you have to have three plot lines. Also, keep the experience of the characters consistent. Consistent. Keep them consistent. Whatever the fucking term is. You're not keeping things consistent. This is why everybody's bagging on you. If you had more consistency, more constant stream of correct timeline in your own fucking timeline, people wouldn't be fucking bashing you so bad. But because you are such a fucking idiot, you don't understand your own fucking timeline, even though it's not technically Halo canon. That's not what the people are actually bagging you on. And they're, yes, majority of the people, number one complaint is Chief should never have his helmet off. But as soon as we we 
if, if you ignore just that one point, all the other fucking points are valid. In the sense that you're not correct in your own fucking timeline. Yes, we understand it's not going to be canon. We understand it's not going to be the actual timeline. And it's not going to be directly things from the games. But, assholes, do you not understand how to properly design an actual show that's actually more consistent for your own fucking budget? No, you don't. You just think bullshit's going to happen because you're going to rewrite characters just to make them, quote, convenient. You fucking idiots. Also, you're making him the chosen one. Stop making people... Stop making characters chosen people. You are the laziest writers ever. Making people the, cho quote, chosen one or chosen people chosen people and also here's another thing you are blatantly racist because you literally made the two quote two quote main characters white people the chosen ones you idiots you fucking idiots did you not see that did you not see that coming you fucking idiots! You blatantly made Halo slightly racist because you made the quote chosen ones main characters white. You fucking idiots! And you made the best fun characters another Bravo! Bravo to the actors and actress who are the other two Spartans. Bravo, bravo. In the sense that they're actually showing emotion regardless of having a, quote, suppression pellet. They're actually showing more emotion there than the people who are technically not having emotion, who do not have the emotional pellet in. You fucking idiots. You fucking idiots. You were just a fucking idiots. Ugh, you fucking idiots. You fucking idiots. You just don't understand anything, do you? Made the and you made the actress who did cat or whatever her sport name is. You gave the actress bad lines. I appreciate how the actress is treating her, but at times it's just she's coming across too fucking annoying. Seriously, seriously, Diesel Man, why? Sorry, there's a diesel truck in front of me. He just spouted a cloud of smoke in front of me. Anyway. Uh, ranting for halos. Anyway. Speaking of point point my own timeline. I need to actually write my fucking timeline in my own 
in my own world, really. Ugh, fuck. The problem with that, when you're trying to do original shit, and the problem is doing your own original shit in the sense of making your own timeline. And you're still trying to take the technology slightly askew in the sense of consistent for certain aspects of culture because I'm blending in I'm blending like two or three different technology trees in my own world to where it's not actually like that and I'm not I've I have not actually done the research because I'm a lazy motherfucker and a bunch, a, I know a bunch of you are probably like Samuel then why are you giving pinpoint why are you giving uh, slap why are you giving shit to the TV show if you're not doing do it yourself oh, fair point but here's the other problem they actually did do their research and they actually had their own quote Halo boot camp or whatever crash course in Halo and other things these writers did they actually had to play the games or at least read some of the manuals or some of the books and stuff or at least snippets and summaries and stuff literally they had to do that and but the problem is I can feel how they you can definitely if, if you are a Halo fan depending on which version you are okay if you're a game fan this show will get you hype if you've only seen the commercials for Halo, the games. You will like it in the sense of that aspect alone. Except for how they're treating Master Chief. And at least the other three Spartans. They're gonna you're not gonna like them in the sense that how they're how the people are treating them. This is the number one aspect that they're going to be doing in the sense that not understanding exactly what the fuck's going on. Also, you're not going to be going to like how they're going to how they treat Lord Hood. This is the main problem if you are strictly a game fan and they and they watched um some of the commercials and stuff for Halo, the game. If you're a deep lore guy who's read or listened to the extended media universe, like some of the audio logs and podcasts and books and stuff, you are going to hate this show even more because of how, because they literally, literally extreme cherry-picked They extremely cherry-picked every fucking aspect out of, out of, um, out of all the stories. They literally cherry-picked every aspect out of the stories. And only the parts they liked. Not the parts that, that is broadly known. They literally cherry-picked only the aspects they liked. And mashed them together. That's literally all. That's literally what they did with the show. And the other problem is, is they didn't. The feel for the show itself as a whole 
is that now I've had this from at least three different sources for podcasts that have said three different results. One, they literally took a non-used sci-fi TV show that quote flopped. And I say quote with it being sense that it got picked up but never aired and never shot because pieces of shit in that in that industry buy scripts like crazy and never do anything with it. I know. Wild concept. In the sense that they literally took a, a generic sci-fi show and then plopped and cherry-picked aspects from the lore that only they liked for each episode and then just plopped them in like a dartboard and then shuffled them in like a duck of cards. That's literally what they did for the first person's thing. The second person saying it is that they literally took the script from Mass Effect in the sense of uh, story mode and story mood and stuff and then plopped a skin of Halo over it. The third aspect is they took Star Trek and Star Wars, mashed them together and put a Halo skin over it. One person says Star Wars, another person says Star Trek, another person says Mass Effect, and then another person who actually knows about Stargate says Stargate. So you got one, two, three. See, you got Stargate, Star Trek, Star Wars, and Mass Effect. That's four different Halo. That's four different TV series that are being compared. This TV show is being compared to that in the sense that this is all the bad episodes from those shows and they and they got a halo skin put on top of them and you don't understand what the hell's going on that's literally how it feels for this entire fucking season because they don't understand how to correctly write shit inconsistency And I nearly need you. I really need you to do my own research in the sense of finding these damn writers and finding out exactly their IMDb and stuff and see what they wrote. Because I really do. I really fucking need to do that. Because it may inform exactly how bad these writers are or how good these writers are technically supposed to be. I really fucking really need to do that. And the other thing is for my world in general. I sort of want my world to be partly community built. In the sense that. I really need to come up with a better name. Their nicknames. I really need to come up with an actual name for these characters. Instead of just red and eyes. 
and I keep saying Russian. I know now, I've known for years, and I've even said on this podcast before, that majority of Americans, only thing they know that are, that are, is technically Russian, and it's the only reason I say that with air quotes in it is because, like I said before, most of Americans only see anybody that speaks or reads, what's it, speaks Slavic and reads and writes uh, Skrillish. Um, it's that's the that's the base language is is Slavic. Base language is Slavic. Hello. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Yeah. Anyway. Mainly it's Ukraine. Jewish turned Orthodox Christian, slightly Orthodox Christian. I say slightly. Because that's all I really know. Is that generation, slight generation of, 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 uh, Cyrillic speaking people. Is the best way to put it. Best way to put it is Cyrillic. Cyrillic is is the written language. It's Slavic. Slavic speaking people. Slavic speaking people, which is anywhere around Russia, back when there was USSR, and everybody had to speak that language. That's mainly who, who what I'm talking about when I say Russian. Because at the time I was saying that stuff earlier, it was before this bullshit with Putin. Yeah, I know it's slightly an aged thing that I technically needs to renounce or blah 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 but I'm not really going to be renouncing too much this mainly because of how fucking tiredish of bullshit everything's happening nowadays and Uh, that, uh, these bullshit motherfuckers. 
here's the one thing that I'm extremely more annoyed about now is that the cookie trackers have got too integra integrated in too integra integrated now in the sense that it's literally blocking all of uh, even though if you pay for no ads at all you're still going to get some ads in the sense of um Of a, what's it called? You're gonna get some ads. What's it? Um, blocking. You know you may have quote ad blocker and stuff on. These piece of shit streaming services. You still have their own quote ads on. To quote per, bullshit promote. Their own shows that are on their own platform. And the other problem is. Is that their cookie trackers. Are literally preventing anybody from actually watching or using their actual players. On their own sites. Which is a problem. Especially you have a cookie blocker. I have a cookie blocker. Cookie blocker is a better blocker than, than a uh, regular ad blocker. Because it literally blocks every single script coming in except the ones you pre-approved. And these bullshit people don't quite understand exactly what the fuck's going on anymore. Oh well. Talk to you guys later. Okay, trying to do some outline, I guess. Um, let's see, what should I do for an outline? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, which outline should I do? Uh, there's all kinds of different outlines I should do this. Uh, it's a list of the outlines, I guess. Um, there's the civil population outline, uh, in the sense of growth, de de decline, and regrowth, um, and that breakdown, and its makeup. Averages and mediums and stuff like that. Then there's the technology outline. It's probably going to be slightly more fun, but also boring at the same time. Uh, then there's the gaming outline, which is going to be part, technically part of the uh, of the uh, technically part of the uh, technology outline, but it like a branch off the technology outline. There's the story outline, which there is none right now, because I'm not great with I'm great with ideas for the stories, but I'm not great with the 
dialogue for the stories or I can set up the scenarios but I can't come up with the I can came, I can come up with the rules for the characters. I can come up with the rules for the, or the scenarios that the characters would be in. But I can't come up with the dialogue for the characters themselves. That's the only thing I can't do. If I can actually get quote writers. I put big quotes on that because I don't know any writers other than the ones I've listened to. And I like their speech pattern in the sense of that more than I like any of the pieces of the piece of trash that they always come up with on the quote network TVs. it differently and have it and have it the same meaning meaning yeah yeah that's the biggest thing uh see another outline uh, construction outline which also could be a branch of the technology outline uh Magic outline, which is also a branch off of technology. Um, let's see. Each character and stuff. 
and just do that and then come up with in a sense of dialogue and stuff you know, set of characters on the first episode and I haven't figured out which set of characters I want to do and then you're going to have a different completely separate story and characters in the exact same world at a different angle shot slightly different angle shot from the first episode in the sense that the, the second episode was shot in the literal background of the first episode. In the sense that you can see the characters from the second episode in the first episode. But it's only in like a cameo shot. So when you watch the second episode, you're like, that's where they are? And then... And then... You're gonna keep flip-flopping each episode, and and try your absolute damn darnest. Never, ever let these people meet. If you do, it has to be an extreme brief reaction, and they and they can't be like somebody's in a hurry kind of passing. It has to be extremely brief. And it has to be non-sequential. And it has to be just a high goodbye kind of reaction. And even if there is a dialogue between characters, it cannot be any... It can't be meta. It can only be like... I forgot what episode or show it did this, but... They basically, it's, it's a meta joke, but it's not a meta joke at the same time. In the sense that, character walks into a bar or restaurant or something, sees character, who's a cameo for that episode. They talk to each other about what's going on in their seasons. Then, they give advice about what's happening, or what to do for the next What's going? What, what needs to be done in either the next season or next episode or just for that episode in the sense of what's going on, how can we help each other and stuff like that that would be amazing but it can only be by passing or something and if that interaction seems to be good for dialogue wise which I would love it to be. Um, they just meet him in passing, and all of a sudden, oh, I know, I slightly know a guy that 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 
that loves doing puzzles. Maybe he can help us out with this random thing. And and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, red and red and eyes gets mixed in with the with the plot. But that can only be in a season two thing. That cannot be in a season one. That can never be in a season one thing. It has to be a season two thing. And you can't have more than six characters total. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying that wrong. Uh, I'm trying to put a limit on how many characters can be per episode in the sense of main characters. You can have as many side characters as you want. It can only be certain, certain main characters. And like like A character, B characters. Like A tier characters, B tier characters. Everybody else that's in the quote background and have sidelines or one-offs that would be fan favorites have to be C characters and they can only show up once every two to three episodes. They can't show up any more than that. Main hardline rule I'm setting now. Um, main characters per episode in the sense that in the red and red and eyes storyline they red and eyes are the main characters their families are technically B line characters and the other two main characters may be two friends what was that for me or somebody else because I thought that was green I'm following this car who literally went through it and I thought that was green was somebody honking at me I don't know all of a sudden I heard a, I heard a big rave honk and I'm like what it was still green whenever I was going through it. I don't know. Sure hope I didn't run red light because it was green whenever I was going through it. I guess I know. I guess I know who's honking at me now. It's probably one of my buddies. They're probably they're probably driving the truck behind me, or they're driving the truck that I passed, and that's why they honk. Okay, that's that's the only thing I can think of at, at, at this exact moment. Um, let's see.
Let's go 10 characters. Which make two of them A and the rest of them B. And and the number one thing that cannot happen for younger siblings or older or older siblings which put make it a hard line rule. They cannot be the annoying piece of shit like um, Amanda Cosgrove was in Drake and Josh. They cannot be the annoying bitch. They cannot be the annoying whiny character. They are not allowed to do the blackmail bullshit that the writers, that the idiot writers in TV shows love to write. They're, they have to point out the obvious thing that could happen. If it, somebody's overlooking something too hard, it is their job it is the B character and C characters. No, it's the B characters rule that they have to point out to the A character. Hey, did you think of it this way? And then you, and sometimes, if not half the time, it has to be either the older siblings or it has to be the parents. And an introspective, super deep thought that's non-sequential that makes the main character think that's nothing to do with the, what's going on has to be delivered by the younger siblings or the younger characters. Than the main characters. It's also a hard line rule. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Where was I? Uh, was that? Um... Hmm. I'm going to stop the recording here. Okay, guys. Back again. Different day. Going over some more outlines, I guess. This time, it's more of a discussion about maybe implementing something into into the world in the sense of like technical undead, but not actually being undead. Um, let me clarify stuff, and in the sense that. As I said before, as I said before, the only fantastical slash actual magic and like big magic, like big spells and world art, world changing or city changing or state changing or country changing, all that magic is relegated only to the VR uh, dive systems, dive system games, in a sense that it's the helmet body is motionless kind of VR. Then there's the 3D VR as we know now. There's the haptic, haptic VR. And then 
it's the in between the other two in the sense like it's half it's a half dive you got 3d dot you got 3d dive which is what we know now yet haptic dive which is 3d with haptic gear stuff then you got one past that which is a half dive system meaning you still got control of your body but mi very minimum requirements like in 3d vr except you're or you can feel it more you can feel it more and taste it more but you still got minimum controlment of your body in the sense that you can, can still control your arms and take off the helmet And you can still use your voice and stuff like that. And there's major, major safety um, implements to the thing. And every time there's any kind of hack motors to go anything further depth and all that other shit uh, is is a national. Is a worldly national crime. It's been established by the world government of my world in the sense that the only way to be fully allowed to be in certain aspects of time schedule for people being allowed in deep dives in the sense like the full body dives and then the half body dives. Half body dives meaning you you gotta take care of your um, the rest of your body but your mind is is there and stuff. Full body dives is where your whole body's in the pod and you don't have to worry about your mind. I mean like a have helmet or whatever. Those are the different levels of dive system for the games. Then you got full analog, which is what people know now. Okay, the some systems for also playing the game outline wise, games or game uh, for ha uh, there's AR games, like actual fucking AR games. Like fully integrated into society AR kind of games in the sense of not not actually science fiction kind of bullshit movie to where it's actually AR LIDAR and systems and stuff in the sense of it's almost a dive technology in the sense of the half dive. And that's basically what AR is. AR is a full half dive system in the sense that you are fully aware of all your exact surroundings. The only difference is you have an overlay, like a contact lens overlay, or a goggles overlay, or just a partial one one uh, uh, eye patch overlay um, for it. But it's bone conducted headphones. So you are fully aware of every bit of your surroundings 
including there's a hardwire system in the game or in the head, head, head device that is even if you are in a working environment in the sense of whatever it is um, it automatically shuts off all programs visually and makes you extra aware of your surroundings by having uh, little bars being whatever color spectrum that is visually wearing in the sense of they're like little tiny sliver triangles to tell you to tilt your head to the right tilt your head to the left move your entire body to the left move your entire body to the right jump duck kind of things but they're going to be minuscule on the on the, on the screen in the sense it's not going to be fully in your fucking vision and um so if you're in a in a, a work environment um certain work environments will be lax and maybe allow you to wear them ah like how we ha have headphone headset rules in in workplaces now and stuff like that like when you're driving machinery like forklifts and stuff there's going to be different applications and stuff like that in the sense that as soon as you get to work your device has to automatically go into forklift mode as, as soon as you get into that like it is required nationally depending on what country you're in that all if you are using any kind of a headset or headgear device or eye which includes eyes and ears as soon as you walk into a any kind of work environment you must have it set to forklift mode meaning it's listening and and watching on certain tiny lidar cameras meaning they are not actually recording your actual fucking presence they're the only thing that is quote recording is the light as the system that allows it to spatially aware in like a two foot bubble around the human to detect where the fuck it it is in the sense of the only thing it's looking for is the forklifts in the sense of how far away it is how close how like how far away is a forklift and how not like how far away a forklift is if you're going to be in the direct path of the forklift or if it, it's still like basically like that that's basically what it's looking for um and that forklift mode will be hardwired default into every single device regardless of where you are and the other device that's going to be that has to be hardwired into it is for driving mode meaning if you are driving at any vehicle of any kind regardless of size you that it as soon as it detects motion 
or movement according to GPS if you have GPS activated, which is half the time, yes. Um, depending on what job you have and if you want it on or not. And it takes any kind of acceleration going over 20 miles or 10 miles an hour. The device hardwires kicks into uh, driver mode. Yes. Now, that's, yes, that's going to be very fucking annoying to all passengers. But it makes the passengers be more alert in the sense of their fucking situation instead of being a nuisance to the driver or helping the driver be aware of their surroundings if there is passengers in the car. Huh? Good idea? Yes, very good idea. Um, and since more and more cars nowadays are linked with Bluetooth, uh, and also like to plug in for charging purposes and other things, these uh, headgear devices are going to be all of them have to be bone conducting in the sense of nice and cushy. None of them can be, none of them is allowed to be inserted ear, in ear settings or over headphone settings. The only ones allowed to have that quote attachment is people who want them, want them for gaming wear. In the sense that all gaming wear is the is illegal to wear while in car if driver and illegal to wear while working in factory premises meaning if there is a forklift on the perimeter of the place and is part of the job site same thing with tractor trailers you are not allowed to have those in-ear and out-of-ear devices. The only exception is if you have, if your job requirement is very extreme loud noises for decibels. If that is the case, then you are permitted to wear the required gear, but not the in-ear or over-ear devices even. You are still required for the company to provide the correct safety equipment that has been provided over the decades. You are not allowed to provide your own in-ear thing unless company has approved you to have it. Unless your own company has approved it. Those are the main speculations and things for that stuff. Um, hand gear. Should I, should I call it hand or should I call it arm? Hand, wrist, and arm gear are different objects but I guess it can be considered arm gear 
basically I'm talking about gloves, watches, uh, rings, uh, wands like nunchucks, uh, batons, uh, fake guns, um, controllers like like we use now, like Nintendo and Xbox and PlayStation. Um, and those those kind of controllers all that is classified under hand gear or arm gear or arm slash hand gear because um, another and then arm gear could also be class arm slash wrist wear could be watches can be technically classified as arm gear sometimes um depending on its function um the other one the other part of it is like if it's like a um almost like a gauntlet kind of thing it goes all the way up the arm or halfway up the arm and stuff like that like a brace like an arm brace kind of deal Another one, um, and then there's feet gear, which is basically like shoes and boots, toe rings and, uh, and anklets, like bracelets on your ankle and stuff. And then, then there, and then there's the other ones that are like the legs and stuff, basically like the braces kind of things to track your leg movements and stuff. And there's torso. There's the all kinds of different kind of torso ones. Um, there's never allowed to be any neck devices. Uh, if there is, it's strictly homebrewed made, and it's strictly allowed to only be fashionable. It's never allowed to be any kind of completely closed off system or of any kind at all. Why um, uh, all wires have to be um, magnetically clasped in the sense that um, they can all they're all color coded for what area it, a wire is supposed to do. But if extremes happen, they can magnetically detach from the situation. Um, and that is both from main source of power, which is gonna have a, uh, which is gonna have a special conductor that automatically shuts off the, shuts off the main plug source or whatever or from the direct device itself. But the thing that can be connected to the wall part is going to be even tougher to remove in the sense that it's going to have a slightly stronger. No, let's not do that. that that's a bad idea. Um, let's, just have, let's just have it... Let's just have it connected. Look how I have mine right now. Mine right now is it, like whatever the device is connected by connected by a magnet to cable to charge or whatever 
have that just those two connections have a 360 and 180 degree uh, device mechanism in the sense that it's basically like a magnetic, magnetic ball on you connected your device to and it's collapsed, 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 collapsed there kind of deal and um, that's for the, that way people don't get too hung up on if there's wires and stuff that you have to deal with and stuff like that or if somebody trips over a wire it's not gonna fucking yank everything everywhere um, and tear up ports and stuff in uh, hardware systems or, or software systems um, um, cause the old fashioned problem was you have like a six foot cable from your console device to your controller and all of a sudden your little brother or sister or pet just runs straight through the fucking cable, not even acknowledging it. And you all of a sudden you're either you're the either the controller out of your hand gets ripped out of your hands. The cable rips out of the controller, the cable rips out of the console or everything crashes together onto the fucking floor. And then you got a big problem, and depending on which problem it is, it's going to cause even more problems because if it's the console or the game that's in the console or whatever it is, something has either gotten ruined or about to have gotten ruined. And it's very frustrated for the gamer who was playing the game at the start, the beginning of the time. And a magnetic cabling system like that would help tremendously. Yes, everything will be blue, blue, Bluetooth, blue, Bluetooth connected, or whatever it's called, a Wi-Fi connected, best way, and all that. Blah 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 blah. And again, this is also in the extreme future technology. Yeah, in the sense that even the most royal spots in the United States. Regardless of all political bullshit talk in all areas and all royal areas, there is going to be some kind of fucking Wi-Fi tower every like hundred miles, every fucking hundred miles across the entire fucking United States in the extreme, this is, again, this is extreme far future. Regardless of your political, religious, economical, in the sense of uh, nature shit, um, or whatever, whatever other thing you have to negate that, it's going to happen. And every hundred feet, or every hundred miles, I, said, I think I said every hundred miles. Every hundred miles, there's going to be a Wi-Fi tower. And what that Wi-Fi tower does, it goes so far foot in the air, and, it's, and it goes in like, and it's going to be like a power line cable for whatever across the entire fucking United States. Also, this is 
since it's so far to the future and my reality for my world, also the federal, all federal governments for all countries have nationalized all forms of Wi-Fi in the sense of upload, download, and broadband. They will fish it out to private companies, but all private companies have to, and every country would be slightly different, but at least for the U.S.-wise, all companies that do Wi-Fi shit at all have to have a minimum of at least at this time at, at this time at least five gigabytes of download and upload minimum without throttling and without interference and has to be a flat rate of that. If it dips down at all, they lose their license, pay a billion dollars as a fine for every single gig, every, yeah, every single gig that is dropped per person that is found out that they have lost five gigs of less than five gigs of internet speed in this far future. That's extremely beautiful picture I just I just pictured and posted to you guys. Every hundred miles internet, woohoo! Um, and every single one of these internet, every hundred miles internet things are there's basically grid pattern all across the fucking U.S. Um, Depending on what your approximation to the towers are for this internet, you are paid a certain amount of money for the upkeep around the base of the tower, depending on how whatever direction the tower may fall and that circle radius of that tower, the whatever the close per uh, diameter or circumference of that tower, Whatever this closest per perimeters and stuff of that tower, whatever lands that are on that area, whoever the owner, the land, the the owner of the land areas for that cannot be owned by a cannot be owned by a private company, cannot be owned by a public company, must be owned. If must if must be owned by private or public companies in the sense of shareholders or anything like that, they have to pay normal citizens slash farmers for the upkeep like in like the engineers, the farmers, the groundskeepers or whatever and it has to be local to the area to take care of the landscape and stuff and trees and stuff around the towers. 
like that basically basically for a solar farm there's basically a sheep or cattle field that that's for the solar farm so the so the gra so the grass and weeds and stuff don't overtake the technology a little bit they let goats or just sheep or cattle certain cattle roam around the solar fields just to graze every once in a while just so they can keep the grass down and it's not and to not interfere with the actual solar panel things um and same thing with the wind farms and stuff like that in the sense of that kind of deal the normal engineers and all that other stuff that needs to do the normal upkeeps and maintenance parts have to be um, they have to be provided housing food electricity and water and it has to be within a and there has to be six in a there has to be seven engineers one for each kind of component slash maintenance needed around the seven day week for um, for those towers the land that it was built upon given it, if it was a private citizen in the sense that the citizen owned the land the citizen if the citizen does not want to sell the land to the government or whoever that's setting up these towers then the grid section section must be shifted to another section of land now the citizen itself when it comes to these problems will be paid money for the upkeep of the thing of of the of the tower now if cuz there is this is going to happen in the in this whatever far future this is going to happen i know it's going to happen and people are going to speculate about it now cuz they're already pieces of shit like this right now there's going to be a special contract signed by fingerprint voice and eye tracking this these contract for these for these towers every 100 miles for these seven maintenance people they're going to have voice eye fingerprints blood dna blood or spit kind of dna on file every single time every single week every single week they have to have a blood test confirming their dna they have to confirm their dna every year not every, sorry every month they have to confirm their dna of who they are and they have and the government has to provide housing 
Like, not just how they say now, government housing. They have to legitimately give them a bare minimum of, of a one-story house. Not apartment. Not like a shitty little kind of box apartment house. I mean a legitimate one minimum one floor house that has at least three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and garage for storage of the gear. That is the bare minimum needed for housing the human that is going to be doing the maintenance for at least one person. And land with the house. Meaning more than just a single acre of fucking land. At least two acres and depending on how spacious that is. For the garage slash whatever it is for the housing thing. And, it, and all maintenance people must convene at the tower at, and meet each other once a week to s physically see each other, interact in a minimum cheerful manner, and have constant communication in the sense of, hey, my shift's done for what, and this is a, this is the bullet point list of what I did. And they, and it has to be checked off by the previous person. Uh, yes, this bullet point point, they did this, they did this, they did this. And every, once every month, every single one of those seven people have to have their DNA tested. In the sense of this is who that person is. Same thing with fingerprints. Same thing with voice. And same thing with eye, tr eye, eye scanning. And since this is far our future. Majority of that stuff can be done at home. Like in their home area. Especially, and it has to be because of the royal areas in the sense of like the extreme west, midwest, and all that stuff. There's basically absolutely nothing out there half the time except farmland or desert. And because it, I said it's every hundred miles and it has to be like that, there's for those people, for the, those are extreme kind of deal that the there has to be um, those seven people and if any of those seven people even if they have family wanting to visit they have family already like wife and children and stuff they have to have their blood tested every month their voice checked every month for a simple speech pattern and eye tracking every month. Regardless of age, gender, pronoun, 
if they are on paper related to the maintenance person and they are living with or visiting near or at that place, they have to have all that once every month. And and it's they have to have it. Plain and simple. They just fucking have to have it. And the only reason they have to have all this shit is because I know in retros I'm retrospecting my future world right now of what shit's gonna happen uh, later down the line and the stuff. In the sense of people are afraid of the quote microchips uh, controlling their bodies and all that other shit, and the sense of just the IRFDF, IRFD tags and stuff, and the Halo universe, how everybody usually has just a freaking little uh, military uh, IRFD t uh, neural interlace tag um, in the back of their spine. For the military wise. And it's usually just an ID code. Um, this basically. That's the process. If you do not want. To have. The individual person. To have the neural interface. Implant. Uh, in the back of the spine. Or in the shoulder or something. That does all of the blood tests and stuff basically it's a it's a health monitor basically if you don't want the health monitor you have to do that every time and that's the only major tracking check-in that you have to do me every all the seven people have to meet once a month, once a week. You have to do that test once a month. And that's the only check-in you have to do besides maintenance of the tower. And that's all you have to do. And you'll be paid a, a damn some good amount of money. If it's not enough amount of money, my world... Something's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. Because remember the, the gangsters and backwater people I keep talking, I told you about and stuff like that with the chaos god and, uh, and the architectural god and all that stuff. Yeah. This system is going to work in the sense that they have to work. Um, In the sense that um, the gods are going to put in place um, two of their follow one of each of their followers in every at every single tower across the entire damn world for that hundred miles of every every of all, of all the worlds. But if it's on land, it's a hundred miles. 100 miles 
minimum. Maximum. Maximum? Minimum? I can't remember. I don't know my I don't know my absolute facts. I'm just saying what what's gonna happen and stuff like this in the sense of just me doing this stuff and saying all this other stuff. Again, all this is extreme future stuff. So to recap. Extreme future. Seven maintenance per hundred towers. Sorry, not hundred towers. Per hundred every hundred miles, one tower for Wi-Fi slash Bluetooth, whatever the th shit's called in the future. But that's every hundred miles, and every hundred miles there must be seven. Um, maintenance people per tower. Now, if that's going to be... I understand there's going to be certain overlaps, but each team, this must be a team of seven for however many towers there's going to be. That just must be an absolute fact. That there must be seven maintenance people per group per whatever kind of tower stuff is going to happen. Um, and I'm just going to leave it there for right now. I'll talk to you guys later.